Hi, everyone. Welcome to From the Lobby with Jack O'Donnell, a podcast with the inside track on state and federal politics with Jack, managing partner of O'Donnell and Associates, a top New York lobbying firm. I'm Joanna Passeri, Director of Communications at O'Donnell and Associates. Back as our guest host is Alec Lewis, Vice President and Director of Campaigns for the firm as we continue our series on what it takes to run a winning campaign. And Alec certainly knows. Before coming to O'Donnell and Associates, he spent the past decade with the New York Senate Democrats and as a key player in campaigns that led to back-to-back supermajorities in the Senate. Alec welcomes a special guest, Brian Luna, a Newburgh native who is a first-time political candidate running in the city of Newburgh as an at-large council member representing the entire city. And they are talking about his campaign for Newburgh City Council. Hi, Alec and Brian. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Joanna. Thank you for uh, hosting us again. And it's great to be with you and Brian as well from the lobby. Hello. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. Brian, it's great to have you on the podcast. And on behalf of the entire team here at O'Donnell & Associates, we are very excited to be working with you in your campaign. You know, as the child of Mexican immigrants, as a homeowner and as a lifelong resident of the city of Newburgh, Newburgh really defines your life. You know, you grew up on Grand Street, graduated from Newburgh Free Academy, you did your undergrad education at SUNY Orange and SUNY New Paltz. So my first question for you is, what does it really mean to you to have grown up in the type of immigrant family that you did and to have spent your entire life in Newburgh? Thank you for asking that. That's a, that's a great question. Um, so growing up as an immigrant family, my family immigrated here from Mexico. Uh, at the time we were undocumented. Um, so we didn't even know the language. So we were really, um, uh, really new to, to this, but we immigrated here uh, for the reason that many individuals immigrate here for better opportunity, for a chance of a better life. And um, important to that was also integrating our, our culture to American culture. There were many similarities, and and we we really uh, we really came here for for a land of for the land of opportunity to, to make something of ourselves. That's amazing, and you know you've been focusing on helping other people uh, develop those own their own opportunities by working in the human services field for nearly a decade. And you're currently a grad student uh, down in the city at CUNY uh, Baruch for your master's in mental health counseling. You know, like many in the Hudson Valley, you also get what it's like to be a commuter. So, you know, I guess another question for you is what really drew you into the human services field and and just kind of what led your heart to really being about helping people? And also, I think some of our listeners might be curious what it's like for you to commute back and forth into the city from the Hudson Valley. Absolutely. Um, so what that was like, um, well, one, to, to address the commuting, um, I commute down to the city uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, I commute, uh, my, what my commute looks like is I wake up at five o'clock in the morning to catch a train at six. Uh, and I don't get back from the city until about seven, eight o'clock on those days. Uh, and that's only two days out of the week that I commute to just have that taste and um, of what like the residents in the, in the city of Newburgh have to do to, to commute because there, there aren't a lot of them. Um, economic opportunities here in the city of Newburgh. So uh, we do have a, a, a good base of commuters, whether it's commuting um, to other parts of Orange County or neighboring counties, um, and even those individuals taking the train to commute down to the city for work. The, the, the amount of time that needs to be allocated for that, the resources that need to be allocate, allocated to that, and um, the sheer work ethic uh, that, that, that that takes, it's, it's such a great um, asset. 
Absolutely. And just also to follow up on the human services element, you know, what led you to want to work in that field? You know, I, I, as somebody who also used to work in that field myself, I know often it takes a passion to want to help people. But, you know, I want to hear from you. Like, what what does it mean to you? Why do you why do you work in that field? Why is your heart into that work? So the human services field is particularly important to me because growing up, um, well, my 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 first initial encounter with this actually stemmed from uh, a local program here, um, Habitat for Humanity. My mother, uh, I grew up with in, a, in a single household, so single parent household. So she joined this program to obtain a, to, to obtain a home. It's uh, you provide sweat equity to the program, um, and then you are awarded a, a home at the end of that program. And through that, I really got to know my community. My family ended up getting a home here within the city of Newburg, and I just continued that service, and I continued to 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 join different um, efforts in my community, and I got to see my community in such different light, and. As I went to college, to uh, as I did my my undergrad in uh, SUNY Orange, SUNY New Pulse, I really got a true insight as to the resources needed here in the city of Newburgh, and I really wanted to to pursue that to help bridge my community to the institutions and the resources um, that they need. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and I think that story of you know growing up in a single parent household with your mom and and having the community step up for you and your family with a Habitat for Humanity house. And you talked about the sweat equity. You literally had to work for that. And, you know, now let's shift gears and talk about the work that you're doing on your campaign. Obviously, you know what it's like to work hard. You grew up in a family that worked hard. You're, you, you commute into the city twice a week. But let's talk about the hard work that comes with really running and, and being a, can, uh, a candidate. So you're 29 years old. You're a first time candidate for public office. What made you want to actually run for office? And why do you feel like now is the time for you to step up and serve your community in this uh, specific role? That's an excellent question. So to that point, um, yeah, I'm, I'm 29 years old. Um, I, I'm a homeowner. I bought my home two years ago here in the city of Newburgh. I invested in my community. It, one of the main reasons that that really led me into to, to running is that my city is going through a tremendous change right now. Um, the, honestly, depending on on how you look at it, it's 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 a sense of a, a re, either revitalization or gentrification. And those two things are, there's, there's a very thin line between those two things. So what really inspired me to run is that when we're talking about the influence that local government has in that, like I grew up in the city of Newburgh in the 90s and early 2000s, and there were not many resources for us. There weren't services for us. Like we really had to uh, get by with very little. Um, and now that my city's on the, its pathway to obtain more resources, uh, to be able to do more um, for its community, I just want to make sure that the resources that we're gaining um, and the projects that we're doing here are inclusive uh, to the community members that have been here for so long. I mean, the community members here have been surviving for so long, and now they actually have an opportunity to thrive here. I want to make sure that the that the resources and the programs that we're getting now that the city of Newburgh residents can be here, can afford to be here in 5, 10, 15 years and actually reap the benefits of those resources and programs. Absolutely. And I know you know, you have some key themes to the campaign that you're really running on in order to address, uh, including high unemployment, the cost of living and improving public safety. So let's tackle each of those issues one by one. How do you see each of those issues, unemployment, the cost of living, public safety? How do you view them as issues currently for Newburgh residents? And how do you view yourself working towards solutions in each of those areas for the city of Newburgh? 
when we're talking about high unemployment rates, um, we the city of Newburgh used to be a, manu- a manufacturing city many, many years ago. And um, those jobs, in, in all honesty, uh, at a large scale capacity aren't coming back. If you're talking about any sort of manufacturing jobs, it's going to be very small scale. Uh, but when we're talking about an industry that's really working for the Hudson Valley and the city of Newburgh uh, right now is um, is the film industry. There there are a lot of film jobs coming up here. So really funding the, the film industry um, with, with some sort of program or workforce and collaborating with um, the county um, to, to bring in uh, more small businesses. They have, a, they have a program for entrepreneurship and small businesses. So I would like to uh, partner with Orange County to bring those programs here so we can have our own residents starting their own, their own small businesses. And in terms of um, how we're developing our, our, our economy, I want to um, develop our economy around um sure small businesses in the film industry but also tourism uh the city of newburgh is one of the largest um histo- uh, historical districts outside of the five boroughs so we have tons of history i really want to be able to focus on, on that aspect and highlight that and invite them to the city of newburgh to see to see newburgh and i like that 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 it hasn't been seen in before following up on public safety as well i mean knocking on some doors with you myself you know that issue really has come up a lot on the doors at least the day that i was down there so far with you how do you view your your role in helping to improve public safety we we have had a hard time um retaining our our police officers um due to due to overtime due to pay the current city government is working to increase the 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 base pay for police officers here which is great because the problem we had was, was retention so individuals uh would go to other counties to 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 make a decent living so that that's that's a great factor a huge factor and the fact that they just got to raise um that's that's a huge way to address that and another thing is we also want to know our police force so hiring up from within the community is is something that the city that the city government has prioritized which i think is huge um because we've always been so disconnected from our, from our police force and right now we're really focusing on community engagement uh building a relationship with our community and i think that's that's just essential to, to community policing to the relationship the police have with our community absolutely and i think brian just going back to you being a homeowner as well I, it was remarkable to me, you know, being a young guy yourself, like how much you were connecting with voters on just your background, understanding the pain of property taxes and fees and, you know, and various, you know, cost of living issues really that just come with being a homeowner in, in a city like Newburgh with a relatively lower uh, tax base to draw from. But I want to hand it back off to Joanna. Um, to get her comments and and i'm sure she has a question or two uh teed up for maybe uh you brian and maybe even myself um but joanna how about what's your take well i don't know the makeup of the current city council in newburgh but i'm going to assume that brian's going to be the youngest member if not among the youngest and is that a help or a hindrance and elk how do you run a campaign to get the, the people of newburgh to say you know brian Let's give them a shot. And uh, to your point, I yes, I, I am the youngest candidate um, on the ballot. Um, so what I think really resonates with individuals is one, I am a, I am a city of Newburgh resident, born and raised. Uh, my family, even though we are homeowners now, we were renters for a very long time. So we we resonate with that. Um, and to to really understand it from from both aspects, um, the cost of rents, uh, the cost of taxes. Um, I think for my age, um, I've 
which I which I honestly don't consider myself <laughs> that young. Um, I'm I'm approaching my 30s, but for for my age, I've I've done quite a bit. I my occupation right now is is I'm a therapist, um, doing my my master's health counseling program, and um, I I really want to be able to uh, bring new ideas, bring a new perspective, and. I think my my years of community service, my my dedication to my passion to my work, to be able to 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 be of service to my community, um, really resonates well with individuals. Yeah, and just to piggyback off Brian, Joanna, I think Brian, the way the reason why he's going to win is because number one, he's willing to do the hard work. He's got a great story. He's real, like he said, he's been born and raised in Newburgh. His heart is all about Newburgh. And I can tell you, you know, when I've had the chance to interact with Brian and, and walk the streets with Brian and knock on doors with him, uh, it's really powerful, his narrative and his story. You know, being a homeowner himself, that cuts across racial lines, it cuts across gender, uh, age, and a lot of these themes that he's talking about were clearly themes that people across the city were feeling. And so I know that Brian is committed to doing the hard work of bringing people together, especially in a city like Newburgh, where there can often be tension between the white community, the black community, the brown community. I think Brian is a bridge builder and he has the background to really bring people together and more, most importantly, get real results for Newburgh. I think for the Latino community, it resonates really well. Um, and it's, um, it's something I absolutely take great pride in, a positive male role model to, uh, for my community um, and being able to connect my community to, to city government. But I'm really here for the prosperity of all of my community members. So I understand that that resonates well with, with my community and I absolutely love that. But I want all my community members to at least feel like they can come to me and and and, and share the concerns and their vision uh, for the city of Newburgh. One other piece, Joanna, that's helpful for our listeners is that Brian is running in a fairly large field of candidates in a Democratic primary, and a lot of the a lot of the other candidates are folks who have run several times for public office, and I think voters some may decide, hopefully, that Brian offers a fresh perspective, but someone who has a homegrown heart and service-minded spirit to actually serve them and provide a fresh voice, new energy, clear vision for really comprehensively addressing the challenges that Newburgh faces. Well, I'd like to thank you, Alec and Brian, for this great conversation. And Brian, Good luck with everything, and I appreciate your commitment to serving your hometown of Newburgh. And for more political insight, join the thousands of people who read our Monday morning memo each week. Have it sent right to your inbox. Sign up on our website at O'DonnellSolutions.com. That's O'DonnellSolutions.com. And for daily updates, follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at O'Donnell and Associates. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back from the lobby with Jack O'Donnell.